Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fam? We are back with a Thanksgiving spectacular for your eardrums. Going to talk a little bit of Full Gear Survivor Series preview, but before we get into that, let me introduce the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing? Doing good. We just hosted the grandparents here. Um, we're going to have uh, the in-laws here the week after Thanksgiving. We're having a, a solo Thanksgiving, but it's been lots of family, so it definitely feels like you know the holidays are, are upon us. I think it's kind of like the way to do it. We've had family like on and around the holidays, but we don't got to account for, you know, feeding an extra two or three mouths <laughs> on the uh, the big day, man. Groceries are expensive nowadays. So I know. I, you know, a, a house guest, that, that runs you another 40 bucks on that Thanksgiving tab. Well, and even better, when you typically when it's the grands or the uh, the in-laws, they, they foot the bill. They're always taking yeah. us out to eat and, you know, and all that. So uh, it usually works out in our favor when they're here. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So we're gearing up for a big Thanksgiving over here. Marco, what is up? The hardest working man in podcast. And this guy's on his uh, third pod of the night and uh, is, is coming in hot, dude. Right at it was it was like uh, MJF showing up to that main event match at Full Gear, dude. Marco hits here right as we're pressing the record button. What's going on, dude? <laughs> Nothing. That was like perfect timing. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I was I was already done. I was just uh, using the uh, little boys' room. But other than that, no, it's been a uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little, cra- little uh, crazy, crazy night. I uh, interviewed the uh, the Macho Verse uh, at the beginning of the night. Did the raw down, and, and now I'm here. Yeah, so um, fun times. All right, man. And last but certainly not least, Jordan. What's happening out in the Midwest, dude? Just finished up killing all the turkeys for you fuckers. Uh, got all the harvesting done. You you're know. you're late, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely late. You if, know, uh, like you're just now killing them, dude. The the hardest working insurance man you'll ever meet in your life, Jordan Wells. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> now I'm just uh ready for Thanksgiving like you guys and and it, I know it hasn't been that long since we had did a wrestling podcast, but I don't know, man. It just it, everything seems like it's been so long ago with how busy life is lately. So mm-hmm. it, it feels like we haven't done one of these in like a month, but it was only like two weeks ago. So yeah, I'm I'm ready no. to do this. Yeah, it's been really like the whole second half of this year. I feel like since football season started between between us doing goal line and then coaching Brett's team in uh in real life. Um yeah, it's just been busy, man. It's been hard to even find a couple hours to sit down at night and, and record anything extra. And to be in our defense, man, I don't think the pro wrestling world has really been like, you know, absolutely on fire, on fire the last couple months, man. It's been there's been good stuff, but it's nothing that I've felt like, dude, I got to get on the air and talk about this right away. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Sheena, you want to let us know what's new on the farm? Oh, yeah, we do have some some new stuff happening on the farm. So I went over to a fellow farmer friend's house and we borrowed her buck. We have some Nigerian dwarf goats, as most of you know. Um, we borrowed her buck, which is uh, an intact male goat. A billy goat. Yeah, billy goat, basically. And, um, you know, we brought him over to our property and, you know, one of our girls was in heat. So, you know, they were, you know, it was they were courting each other and, you know, doing the the mating dance. He's getting up in that. It was, it was, okay. So, you know, I've been into farming and homesteading and stuff for, for years and years now. Right. I've never really looked into what the process of goat mating looks like. 
you guys, it is absolutely repulsive. Like the, the, the male goat, he pees all over his legs and all over his face and his mouth. And he starts making this like horrible noise with his tongue. That's what I do. do (laughs) (laughs) And he just keeps doing that over and over. And he, he gets up in her face and he like, you know, pees everywhere. And he's just like ramming her with his head. You know, it's just, and, and I know. And she was all into it, dude, dude. Nani was like, Nani was prancing around just like ready, dude. And so, yeah, it was, it it was just some, it was a sight to behold, to be honest. Um, I think she's bred now because, you know, my, my friend was telling me when she's bred, you know, at first, whenever they're like mating or whatever, like they're really like all over each other and, you know, running around pissing on each other and everything but then once like she's actually bred it's weird how animals know she just like she doesn't really want anything else to do with him you know what i mean she's just like okay well i'm done now so he's a typical woman yeah yeah i've got he's your here seed, hanging out now get away from me <laughs> exactly uh he didn't quit it yeah he's here hanging out we're gonna hang on to him until our other our other doe goes into heat um to see if we can breed her too and in the spring hopefully we'll have some um some kids some goat kids running around uh, and then we'll start to you know raise them and and milk our our goats so that'll be a lot of fun if you want to follow any of that uh, penny.acre is my my other uh, personality so if you if you're into that kind of thing seeing you know goats mating then head over there do you actually have like videos of the goats mating i have i have i haven't posted it yet i'm actually crafting a reel of like the the process of it um i want yeah i'm actually i want to post some of these videos because you got to hear this noise and like see the the face like he just he walks around with his tongue out of his mouth you know it's just you're gonna get banned by yeah you have to to do it on farm hub song are you gonna attach to the post (laughs) uh maybe some you know i'll make love to you boys you know it needs to be like limp biscuit nookie (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right it was definitely more of a nookie situation than a love making situation all right we want to remind you this podcast is brought to you by ringside collectibles use code chick foley to save 10 percent, and you can really stack that 10 percent because tomorrow uh, right around lunchtime, they are kicking off the Black Friday sale. This is always gigantic. You're going to be have a chance to get some really great elites and AEW figures for less than ten bucks. Perfect time of year to catch up, man. Any figures that you're kind of borderline on, or we all know that you know money's been tight this year. Pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. This is a great chance to go on treat yourself. Uh, it's a little early Christmas and put together a big order from Ringside because uh, they always kill it. You know they'll have the the mainline AEW and WWE stuff, all kinds of Ringside collectibles, exclusives. Uh, it's just the, it's the best time of year for, for figure collectors. Uh, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find us on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley show. You can join our Foley fam and all the fun that we're having over on Facebook and our private exclusive group at chickfoley.com. And be sure that you're following all of our pod foundation brethren as well. We always love to shout them out. The extra cooler show coming down the aisle and the turnbuckle tavern between us and those three shows. Uh, you have all your wrestling content that you need for the week all right and let's get into the wrestle talk so we'll start uh with just a quick follow-up on aw full gear they aw they had their latest uh pay-per-view this past saturday night uh really two big things i kind of want to get into and then we can kick it around if anybody else has something they want to express feelings on but first uh you guys thoughts on the texas death match between hangman page and swerve freaking brutal (laughs) dude insane i just Every time something happened, I would just like be like, okay, well, this is the end. And then some some other wild, crazy shit would happen. And yeah, I just, it was never ending. 30 minutes. It was like 30 minute long. 
Dude, usually when someone's getting like staples in their head and their chest, it's like, all right, man, it can't get much worse than this. Like this is the, they're already setting the bar high. That was like the lowest point of the match was the beginning yeah. of it. It's just, there was so much stuff in that match that I didn't know I ever needed to see, but <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know how you don't award that match of the year. I mean, they both went out there and absolutely put it down and, put their that's the epitome of putting your body on the line right there i mean hangman was drinking somebody else's blood like dude i don't know what else you need that match that's, was fantastic. that's how you know you're in a post-covid era dude when they got oh, drinking yeah. each other's blood dude like i thought that uh I, you know i was surprised when i looked at the kind of just reading up on like some of the recap articles and stuff online after the show that the match was only 30 minutes, man. Like, watching it, I felt like it was, like, I thought it was only, like, yeah. 40, 45 minutes. And I say that in a good way. Not that, like, the match yeah. was dragging on. I just, there was so it much like stuff, it and forever, it felt yeah. so epic. It felt like it was one of those matches that goes 30-plus. Um, but, yeah, I was captivated from start to finish, man. I think it was the, the rare match where, you know, both guys are actually elevated by it. I think Hangman even gained a lot in defeat. He was an absolute monster. It took... You know, Prince Nana interfering, Brian Cage interfering, a cinder block to the head just to, to keep this guy down. Uh, and obviously, Swerve got the big dub, man. He beat Hangman in his signature match. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, Jordan. Unless something crazy happens this last uh, this last five weeks of 2023, I think it's match of the year. And I've been thinking about it since Saturday night. I think it's the best match in AEW wow. history. Mm. Yeah. I thought. I mean, the only the I think it's between that and that match from a few uh, from twenty twenty when it was Hangman and Kenny against the Bucks. I think that's the two that stand out to me, man. For, for not best even uh, Bucks yeah. and and uh, the Lucha Bros in that ladder match. That one's up. Th- well, the cage match the cage was the match one that I love most, man. I love that that cage match. I mean, they had some good ladder matches too. I love that cage match they had on pay per view. That one's up there. That one was badass as well. I think the thing that the Bucks and the Lucha Bros lose so much though is that they've had so many just awesome matches, like, and they've wrestled so much that I feel like everything just kind of runs together. Yeah. Like, like, like you guys are sitting here, like, you know, oh, this match. Oh no, it's this match. And then I think they all kind of just feel the same. Not that, not to take anything away from those guys. But it's just different when two people who don't normally freaking go head to head just have an yeah. absolute banger. And AEW, they get a lot of criticism for the the blood and gore and everything. But this time, it was totally earned by the storyline. Like this was a straight up blood feud, so none of the violence felt like it was just like random or, yeah. or you know, wouldn't like you know mocks you know it's, bleeding yeah, like a stuck yeah. pig two minutes into a match on it's, Rampage. Yeah. It was a uh, yeah. It's all it's awesome. always Mox's fault. It's uh, he doesn't have to bleed every single match. Like we we get it. You have you have blood in your <laughs> yeah. body. You don't have to show it all the time. Yeah, I feel like Mox and Cody Rhodes really set the bar on just like, you know, just superficial bleeding, dude, just Mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah, so uh, Marco, what's your thoughts on it, man? Is it your match of the year or you still got something to Uh, top? No, nothing nothing tops. I was actually, we we talked about it a little bit on uh, Raw Down, um, mainly because, you know, obviously it's running concurrent with Survivor Series and, you know, low expectations. Don't expect anything crazy like that to happen on Survivor Series, so I think if you go in thinking that they're going to, you know, try to top AEW, you're going to be sadly mistaken, but uh, I kind of joke that, um, you know, Hangman, as they say, as we say in the streets, Hangman is definitely invited to every single cookout for the rest of his life uh, for drinking <laughs> uh, another man's blood <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the ring, so yeah. uh, that it, it figured J-Bone got a kick out of that, but yeah, man, that was... um. Wow, like the, I, I want to see them go at it again. Even though you know, you know, swerve one both times. I mean, 
just give us a third one, just a trilogy match because third time's they're a just, charm, you know. They're they're great together, man. They 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 hit something. Um, AEW definitely hit something with putting them two together, and you know, and the, their storylines and how they kind of like they just work very very well with each other. And I'm hoping they uh continue that. Um, yeah, dude, like I said, I think Swerve's totally believable as somebody that could end up taking that belt from MJF. Obviously, that's they haven't even begun to go down that path storyline-wise, but I think he's definitely going to be an AW world champ within the next uh, next year. So at this point, it feels like, you know, the the All-Atlantic or whatever we're calling it, the International um, and the TNT are almost beneath him, man. He's been elevated so much from this, this program with Hangman. Um, let's get into the main event scene. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on just the over? We'll, we'll tie it all together, man. Just basically the the angle and the storyline throughout the night of you know MJF getting hurt on the pre-show, making the you know the the miracle return before the main event, yeah, and then the, the then, Bret Hart entrance, yeah, and then going thirty minutes with uh with with Jay White in the main event. Uh, what 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 do you guys think of that overall production? Um, th- there's one thing I'm going to say about this. The best thing about it was all eyes were on the main event. Like there was no question that everybody was the most intrigued by the main event. Me and Seth were texting back and forth and that was all the intrigue for the night. So it did its job, man. It it definitely drew up the interest in the main event on what was going to happen and what it was going to look like. Um, As far as the match goes, I mean, it's your typical guy working with a quote unquote injury match. Like there was nothing wrong with it at all. It's just a slower match and, um, but I mean, dude, the fact that they went 30 minutes in a technically injured match is pretty incredible. And dude, I, I just don't know how you question MJF at this point. I, I really don't. I mean, I get it that a lot of people don't like him, but dude has, uh, put that company on his back for a year and still, still raining. So yeah, man, Seth's still not a believer. Dude, talented as hell, man. Love the love the the matches. In ring work is amazing. It's just the character stuff, dude. Like the I love I love the MJF matches, dude. The character stuff on on Wednesday nights, though, it's just hokey to me, dude. I, I, I've you know same thing I said before, dude. I still think he's like a, he, he's like an actor playing wrestler. Um, even like the press conference afterwards, where he was like breaking down in tears about how much he loves wrestling. Like to me, that's like the kind of shit that like a guy that was playing a babyface wrestler on a TV mm-hmm. show would do not an actual wrestler. Um, okay. But, so, so what, know. what do you like? What do you like better? Which one do you like better? Do you like over the top heel MJF or over the top babyface MJF? Cause I think over the top heel MJF fucking sucks. I, I just, I've, I never yeah, I like the, he's definitely better as a baby face, which is crazy because he was a good heel, but it was just, he, you know, I, he was such he was a heel to the point of being like unbelievable, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody would be mm-hmm. that much of a straight up dickhead for no reason. Uh, he it, It's been fun, man. There definitely been some fun moments on the baby face run. I just, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a little bit too much comedy for the main event scene for me, dude. I've just told you guys before, I'm not a huge fan of, I like comedy in the mid card, not in the main event. That being said, uh, you're right, dude. They, it was a great job building the entry with him getting hurt. Adam Cole replacing him. Like, you know, as, as the dust was, uh, settling from that young bucks, golden jets match, we're texting back and forth. Like we have no idea how this is going to play out. I was just a little bit let down, man. I thought we were going to get a bigger angle to it. The match was totally fine. I thought there was going to be more of a swerve or something at the end where we get, if not the reveal, maybe we get like the latest development with who the devil is and stuff. I feel like they did such a good job with that build throughout the night and the crazy intrigue 
that it seemed like it kind of just went out with a with a you know a whimper dude when the, the show just ended i kept thinking like something's gonna happen well you know before they uh they throw up the copyright stuff and and it just didn't um so i, I would left a, i walked away a little bit let down by the the end of the show but overall i still really enjoyed full gear and you know the the hangman sword match was worth the price of admission by itself yeah i mean i'm curious to hear everyone else's thoughts on it but as far as the uh the devil thing is concerned i think they need to it's something that's intriguing people to find out who it is and i think they they can't pull the trigger on it right away and they can't just like oversaturate it either at the same time so i but we've, I was going to say that we've seen WWE do that before too, dude. Like, mm-hmm. remember the White Rabbit situation? And obviously it paid off when, when Bray returned, but there was a couple weeks there where we were like, God, like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, what are we doing here? So if you just keep dragging it out, like, people get bored. Dude. People's attention spans are super short. Like, I, I mean, obviously I have no idea what goes into production and how they come up with all this shit, but I just feel like sometimes you just got to pull the trigger when it's hot you my know? thing is dude i love a slow burn marco you're 100 right i agree with everything you're saying but these aw pay-per-views are 50 dollars, dude yeah. i feel like for 50 bucks man like you need to give yeah. me something dude don't it can't just be the cliffhanger um you know tune in when tune in wednesday to see what happens i totally get it from a business standpoint but um but yeah i just felt like you know it, it seems like they've typically done a good job on that man the aw's always had pretty good endings to their pay per views, I think you know the only time I really feel like let down by one was the, um, the you know the exploding barbed wire death match <laughs> that whole that whole debacle. What about uh, Chris Jericho off the top of the cage into the? Well, that wasn't the... a pay per view. That was on regular TV. Oh when he yeah, really? That was yeah. No, that was on that was blood, blood and guts. guts. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like they've done a good job with like you know the cliffhanger endings or the big mm-hmm. surprise or return endings to close out the pay per views, yeah. and I just feel like for fifty bucks, you know. Give, give us something dude you know even even just having like i think i would have been happy if they just would have done like the bray wyatt style like screen flash of yeah. the devil face like as the show went off the air mm-hmm. i think that would have been it would have been something you know yeah, yeah, you i told Instead, you dude, we got nothing i told you dude they didn't want to bury it the week before survivor series aew is the only company with a pay-per-view in december like they know what they're doing they're gonna debut it in december that that's when it'll happen yeah. i think i just yeah, i don't think sense. they wanted to do it the week before survivor series pay-per-view is called world's end it's going to be in new york mjf's home turf yeah it makes sense and the other thing dude that i was thinking i think possibly even more than survivor series the next episode of dynamite is going to be the night before thanksgiving you yeah. know it's going to be abysmal ratings dude people are going to have family over they're going to be traveling yeah. they're going to be doing thanksgiving prep there's not going to be a ton of attention on that show wednesday night so yeah i don't think you want to you want to smoke like your red hot sure. angle um going into a show that you know yeah, is kind of a lame dog watch mm-hmm. that makes sense too but overall, I give Full Gear two thumbs up, man. I, I felt like, this, despite being let down by the ending, I thought it was a really good show and, and a fun way to spend a Saturday night. How about you, Sheen? Yep, same Z's. Like I said, I was in and out because we had uh, grandparents here and, you know, all the the kids and stuff. But, yeah, what I saw of uh, Full Gear was I was sports mm-hmm. entertained. Jordan Marco? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I give it two thumbs up as well. Um, I don't think this was their, their strongest showing of a pay-per-view, but having that hangman and swerve match on it. I mean, and I, and like I said, I liked everything that built up to the main event and I enjoyed the main event. So yeah, it's just, Oh, overall, I think this was one of their lower quality shows overall, but 
when you have the match Still of the year great. on it. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did I mean, yeah. pre- pretty hard to overlook that match. And to AEW's credit, they have set an extremely high bar with yeah. their pay per views. Man, regardless of what you think on their week to week TV, their pay per views almost always hit. They're they're very much like the black and gold NXT takeovers. Man, where like even a mid one is going to be better than just about yeah. any other wrestling show. <clears> you I think uh, them doing like uh, monthly pay per views is definitely gonna gonna test their uh their quality of pay-per-views going forward judging off of this one so even though it was really good but you gotta know like yeah we gotta get some streaming action dude it's right there with they're already in bed with time warner dude get this on max dude even if i gotta pay like extra five bucks more a month for max sports or something dude i don't don't know if people are gonna drop 50 bucks every single month for these man we can't bury it either, court. dude. Yeah. Julia Hart became the youngest AEW champ on yeah. Saturday night too. That was, dude. She's that was so fun to see, man. she is so improved, man. Like watching her wrestle now as opposed to a year ago is night and day. You can definitely tell she worked on it a lot. So that was that was yeah, a really she's only cool 22. moment. Yeah, yeah. Just think about how far she's come from just being basically like the the, the she's in like the Carmella role for the Varsity Blondes. Dude. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yep. All right. Any more thoughts on Full Gear before we roll into Survivor Series? No. All right. What did you guys think of the Survivor Series poster, man? I was just about to ask the The first thing I thought was, holy shit, the stalker Barry Windham is back, dude. I was thinking it's it's Stardust and Camo. Oh, yeah. That is fucking (laughs) terrible, dude. That is absolutely Dude, it looks terrible. I mean. It's so Cody. It's so Cody. It is so obnoxious (laughs) and like patriotic and over the top and just like Uh, on brand. It just like. Can't wait for that figure uh, to come out. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Camo face face Cody Cody figure. You need to show up to the match with the camo paint. I want want the whole team camo painted up, dude. I do kind of love it, man, for for war games, but. uh, but yeah, the poster's just, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just its just such a bad, like, I don't weird. know. Like, I, I feel like the camo print could have just been better. Like, it looks like he looks Sting. Like he looks like Sting with camo face paint. So they did it. It's a throwback to the 90s, yeah. man. But I think it was Sting Squadron was the name. They did it. I think the big difference was the paint they were using back then. It wasn't like as thick, dude. So like it was there, it was camo, but, but it, was it wasn't like, it looked like, like yeah, like war washed. Or yeah, something, you know it looked I mean? a little like, bit washed in, dude. Whereas this looks like you know straight costume up, paint. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be in like a Marvel movie <laughs> or something. Dude, you can't, you can't have that be the poster and them not dust off the old misfits in action uh, gear for this match this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love it dude uh Usi gets to wear gi bros gear it's oh, gonna be man. great they come out and, and like oh that'd be so oh, that'd be so great dude that'd be awesome somebody uh our good friends over at the three points of articulation podcast had a funny post on instagram today it was showing the team in the ring last night with seth like all you know flamboyant as hell yeah. jay uso looking like the samoan gangster had <laughs> yeah. cody in his suit and uh and Sami Zayn just looking like you know the schlub and it was like when I put my music on shuffle (laughs) (laughs) it's so true all right so we're gonna run down the match card and give quick uh predictions it's pretty pretty other than you know obviously having two war games matches uh it's pretty tight little card here we've got so far we only got five matches thing is those war games matches between entrances the match Mm -hmm. replays and cleanup that's an hour piece yeah for those all right um so we're gonna start it with uh, Gunther versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Dude, I want to see Gunther beat him in like less than a minute. I, I think that's a possibility. I want to see just I a do. straight up destruction, yeah. dude. Just get. 
I want Gunther to just be built up to basically be like the new Brock Lesnar um, heading into whoever he's going to fight at WrestleMania this year, which, you know, Brock actually would be pretty dang cool. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I want to see Miz get, I'd never liked the Miz dude. Gunther's fucking awesome. And I want to see Miz just get his ass whooped. Yeah. I think there's a possibility for a semi squash match here Uh, again, because like the other matches are going to be so long that I feel like one of these matches at least got to be a quickie. (laughs) <laughs> thoughts jordan what do you think gunther miz yeah gunther is gonna win this match can i just say something about this card this is an absolute disgrace to a survivor series pay-per-view yeah, is. this is absolutely disgusting yeah. that they're running a five match show and three of the matches are singles matches like dude just stop calling it survivor series at this point this is disgraceful it's called yeah. war games man yeah. it's, this is disgusting yeah, and the, the three singles matches don't even matter dude yeah no. they're miz, absolutely no and yeah. rhea ripley zoe stark and Carlito and Santos Escobar. And I mean, obviously, like, I, I got put out of the picks league, but I could like these singles matches. I feel like I could just like peg these, like you know, straight up, dude. It's yeah. I just uh, I don't I don't know why we can't get like why tie up Seth in this. Like, let's if, yes. obviously you know if, if Roman's off the table, have have Seth just give him a one off defense. You know, Seth could go twenty minutes with anybody and it'll be yeah. a badass match. There's no reason to put Seth in freaking war games. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This is very disheartening. It is. I mean, I'm sure the War Games matches will be fun. Um, I'm sure there will be some awesome spots. But yeah, I agree with you. I, I hate when it's just like, you know, this just hodgepodge. I'd rather it just be at least at least have some thread of like storytelling. You know, I think if we had five or six just four on four elimination matches like the old days, how great that would be. And it ain't like the roster isn't deep enough either is the shitty part. Like it's they loaded, have man. plenty of a roster to make that yeah. happen. Yeah, this fucking sucks, man. I hate war games now, dude. It's Why just... do you think they went away from that format? What do you? I mean, what's? I the... mean, they went away from that format in nineteen ninety five. I know, but dude. what? But like, the, I think that's the glory days when people think of Survivor Series. Like, those are the glory days of Survivor Series. Well, if you listen to like... Bruce Pritchard, Vince McMahon has never liked multi man matches because you're paying. You know, basically yeah, they're still true. taking up you know whatever twenty five minutes in the ring, but you're paying four guys to do it instead yeah. of two guys. Um, yeah, I think that's probably part of it. I don't know. I think I think honestly, I think Vince just kind of soured on it, and then um, it just never really came back. Because, dude, I don't, I've never heard any fans be like, "Man, I hated the elimination matches." Like those were always so much freaking fun, dude. Yeah, yeah, because they were throwaway matches, but they actually felt like they meant something somehow. I just these all feel like throwaway matches to me. Like, do, does ever does anyone really think this Judgment Day feud ends on Saturday? Because I don't. Like, no, it's no. gonna keep going. No way. Like, and dude, the other thing if, is, if this was yeah. the burn off, I'd be fine with it. But it's not. Like, it's just. And dude, they're they're bringing Randy Orton back in this fucking War Games match, dude. Like, you know, he, this guy's been gone since May of last year, and he's coming back for fucking War Games. And Jay Uso is the one that put him out. I know. And he's gonna team with yeah. Jay Uso. He's, yeah, exactly. He's teaming Jay with Jay Uso. They Drew McIntyre's against Jay Uso too. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of they bad need, blood. They need to have Randy Orton needs to drop Jay Uso with an RKO at some point in the match, just out of nowhere, just for just to to even the scales, dude. Yeah. I think that would be totally acceptable. It would make sense, man. Like hit him with an RKO at some point in the match. Um, I get we you know we could probably just pivot, dude. I don't think we really need to go match by match on this. We can kind of just continue to heal off on the Survivor Series card. <laughs> I'll bring up another point I got, dude. Why do we have to have a men's and women's war games match? Uh, like, just pick one, this. dude. Yeah. Just pick one each year, dude. Like, I get it. Like, one, dude, nobody needs two war games matches anyways, man. War games is fucking exhausting, dude. Which, mm-hmm. you know, we already know, dude. Like, Jordan said it. You know, he hates war games. 
I'm kind of with him, dude. The, the thought of war games is always so much better than the actual execution. Yeah. No, the, the, here's the biggest problem, too, is NXT did it so well, and those feuds always meant something. Dude, WWE's war just games. throwing these matches together now. Like, yeah. Like, really, I'm supposed to get excited for this. Randy, like Sheena just said, Randy Orton's coming back in a match I could give two shits about. That's sad, man. Like It is sad, dude. I just kept thinking, you know, he was going to just RKO, RKO someone out of nowhere, and, like, that would be his fucking return, dude. Yeah. But no. You know, Cody has to give him the grand fucking entrance, which was all right. Like, I, I didn't hate the way that he you know did the, that, but... You know why they did it, right? Lame. Why, why they, they did what? Randy Orton... Yeah, because they want to try. They they didn't want to leave it to be a mystery because then they were afraid people would just yeah, assume it was going to be that's CM mainly Punk the reason why they hijacked the show. They did that, which is you know. It's- I mean, there's. I mean, let's be real. They're still going to hijack the show, dude. I mean, that's just what Chicago does. You know what I mean? So, Do you guys think there's any chance CM Punk comes out? No, right? I, no. I think they still no. they still have that like weird storyline with shinsuke nakamura and him calling somebody out that we have no clue who he's calling oh, out God. to return so please no i i i do not care at all to see cm punk wrestling again i would just like this yeah i would enjoy just seeing the the collective meltdown of like the internet wrestling community <laughs> if he did happen to show up dude yeah i think he doesn't oh, fit dude. really any anywhere like You'd have to do some sort of angle on the show. Like one, yeah, it could be the the Shinsuke thing. Like, you know, there's been there's been rumors that they were gonna add a Shinsuke Nakamura open yeah. challenge. So maybe Shinsuke, you know, storms the ring and demands a match. Um or if not, you'd have to do some sort of angle in war games. Like, you know, one of the baby faces mysteriously gets taken out backstage and then CM Punk's gone. You could do Seth, like, you know, at some point in the night, Seth's just laid out backstage and they gotta find a mystery opponent and then CM Punk no. hits, man. He's probably not showing up, though. Because CM Punk versus Seth would definitely be the match for oh, yeah. WrestleMania if he does come back. Ugh. I know. I just I just feel like, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results, dude. I mean, he is who he is, whether we like it or whether we don't. Like, I, I'm all for people being who they are, and he's a fucking dickhead, dude. And so, like, if I mean, he's not going to change. So I don't know why anyone would want to, to deal with him at this point, but... That, I'll Any go a step further. If CM Punk debuts at Survivor Series, I'm I'm already calling for them to just act Survivor Series all together. If that's how <laughs> we're gonna end it, fuck that. I ain't. Tr- <laughs> I'm already kind of pissed that this show's even happening. To be completely honest with you, like it's just fucking disgusting. Last time they did Survivor Series in Chicago was the last really good one. Thank God I happened to go to that one. The brand supremacy one was at least cool. Yeah. At least it brought something to the table. Granted, at NXT least all the people, was that yeah, the one least, where the NXT was there too, right? Yeah, yeah. NXT was stacked at that show too. I was going to say, at least, at at least the, all those people had a common, you know, a theme, you know, like they were Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Whereas like, this is just like, yeah, you know. Dude, it's just, it always feels so forced with the war game stuff, dude. Like mm-hmm. when it, when it comes up organically, it's cool. Like last year it worked out, right? Cause the bloodline mm-hmm. were, yeah. you know, they had a genuine feud and they were, they, who they had Kevin Owens teaming up with the brawling brutes and drew like that yeah. made sense. But now we got the judgment day going up against this just hodgepodge of baby faces, which would be fine for a survivor series match, right? This would be, be totally great. acceptable as a Survivor Series elimination match, but War Games is supposed to be like blood feud level stuff, man. And this is just like 
It's like the it's akin to when Hell in the Cell was its own pay per view, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Hell just, in the Cell month. We got to generate a couple of Hell in yeah, the Cell why matches. Why can't they all just call it Survivor Series? That's what I'm saying. Like, they could just call this a Survivor Series match and just save us all the trouble of like the the bullshit shenanigans that has yeah. to come with board but, games. But I thought they know? were gonna. Like the this man, like they run, they have to run down a list of like twelve rules for you yeah. to even know what the fuck's gonna happen in the match. You know what I mean? Like you're already lost. You know, I look like the the lady doing the fucking math problem. I think they just alternate it every year, dude, or every yeah. couple years, dude. Do do war games? Some years you're gonna get war games at Survivor Series. Some years you just get the traditional Survivor Series exactly. elimination matches. Exactly. I think if it, I think if it calls for it, like you said, if if it legit is, if they just happen to freaking have a situation where it's blood feud worthy, then yeah, yeah. go for it. But I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've they've just like merged it all together where it's muddy now, and it doesn't yeah. really make sense. I thought sense. what they were gonna do is have the men's war games match, and then the the women were gonna do like a traditional Survivor Series match. That's what it looked like. Yeah, they that would have been cool too. I mean, it's only four women going against each other, so it's not even the traditional five on five for the war games. So it doesn't even make some sense of them having a war games match with the women because you don't have five members on each yeah. team. It's only four, so. It's like a four Dude, and four tag. Yeah. This was one of the big four pay-per-views at one point, and there's five matches and not one Survivor Series match on a fucking pay-per-view called Survivor mm-hmm. Series. Like, dude, what are we doing? As much fucking credit as you guys want to give Triple H and the rest of WWE, this is dog shit, dude. This is a top four pay-per-view, and it's absolute a throwaway pay-per-view. That's embarrassing. You know, War Games has always been his thing, too, dude. Like, he's he's got a big fetish for the, you know, 80s NWA mm-hmm um stuff so he, he wanted to make it happen that's literally you know the first year he was in charge of main roster he brought it up from nxt that's, and that's fine um, it just doesn't fucking work dude it does not work man on a year-to-year basis and and listen i'm not saying this is not going to be a good show i'm sure it will be i'm sure the matches will be fine i have no faith in any of the three singles matches i'll be honest with you i think those are all dog shit matches and Rhea's in one of them so you know how much that pains me to say that i just Outside of the two war games matches, like where is the interest level in this show? And to be honest with you, I have no interest in either one of those matches either. So, like going into this, I'm at about a two for interest level. Like I said, I'm sure it'll deliver, but there's no way this should be a throwaway pay per view, dude. It's embarrassing. It's Thanksgiving weekend. This is supposed to be a fun show, and they've completely just ruined it. Yeah. Ruined it, damn it. Well, they have. So, man. Just, Where are you guys at on CM Punk? Do you guys uh, do you guys think he shows up or is it not going to happen? Dude. I don't think you know what would up. be really cool is if they'd put like a human cannon on top of the uh, Allstate Arena and launch him off the side <laughs> of it. That'd be really cool. I'd get a, I'd pop for that. Oh, okay. I I do not wish bodily harm on CM Punk. I didn't Punk, say but anything. I just, I just <laughs> never. Hey, you just, never know. He could, like, he could be like Rey Mysterio and just land on another platform below the, the side of the building, you know. And I, I didn't say there wouldn't be a net to catch him. Now, whether or not the net was hooked up properly <laughs> yeah. is a different story. Sean Ross Sapp, he's pretty plugged in. He's been adamant that it's not happening. Yeah, I don't so think it's happening. I tend to think it's not either, dude. But mm-hmm. I was WWE is pretty good about if they do got something cooking like this, they'll they'll kind of ease off the hints the last couple weeks out. They really want to make a big yeah. surprise. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't, I put it at like a 2% chance. We see him on, so, on so Saturday. Who do you guys night. think, you know, who do you think Shinsuke Nakamura is trying to call out? I don't know. Who's he trying yeah, to, who's conjure, trying to up? conjure up? It has um, to be someone from the outside, right? That's not like, uh, like it's going to, it's not going to be like Seamus or anything like that. Right. That's like injured. Cause that's kind of stupid. That's like a dumb thing. Ooh, that 
that really get the yeah, crowd exactly. revved so up. Like, uh, shameless call I, feel like, I feel like it was maybe something that they've been toying with just on the off chance that the punk uh, thing ends up happening, man. But it sounds like it sounds like it's fizzled. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Shinsuke and CM Punk would make sense for his first feud if you're not going to throw him straight into like the main yeah. event scene. Um, and you know, Shinsuke did hit the GTS, and they called it the GTS on the uh, on the broadcast. Uh, Gross. I don't know, man. It would be it would be kind of it would be just interesting just to see all the reactions, but dude's probably gonna get hurt, man. I don't think he can make it no. two three matches without getting injured. Pretty frail. I know that's the other thing. Like even if he wasn't a dickhead, like you you just you've seen that in AEW he absolutely could not stay healthy. So yeah. like it's just the juice is just not worth the squeeze, dude. I really hate that we're wasting time on even talking about this because <laughs> it does not need to happen, and I just pray that it doesn't because, dude. I hate it at the end of the AEW run. I'm going to hate it even more in WWE. It's just... Oh, just move It's just not on. worth all the trouble, dude. Move it's not on. worth all the trouble and noise that goes comes along with him whatsoever. Dude, man. There's just no need for it. And WWE doesn't need anything like this right now. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't get it, man. All right. Anybody got anything else they want to uh, shovel on top of Survivor Series before we take the beverage break? You mean shit Survivor Series? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. All right. The beverage break is where we tell you guys what we are sipping on as we pod. Sheena, I'll let you kick it off. So I was going to spike my coffee tonight, but I ended up just not for some reason. But I had coffee, a little bit of date syrup, and uh, a little bit of raw cream. So Raw cream. Raw cream, straight from the teat. Cow's, a cow teat, that is, not my own teat. So. <laughs> what the hell? Yikes. <laughs> just saying. Hey, nobody was, was wondering that. But right. <laughs> all right, thanks, Sheen. I'm just saying. You never know. People are weird. <laughs> I'll get us back on track. I'm drinking a uh, a local brew from here in Memphis, Ghost River Brewing. It's Aquaman. It is a IPA inspired by Stephen Adams of the Grizzlies. All New Zealand hops, very very tasty. And if you ever downtown on Bill Street, Ghost River Brewing is definitely the uh, the spot to you get. You gotta say it like DJ. Aquaman. I don't know. I said what you're saying. Maine is. You do it. He's got a little rasp in his voice. Aquaman. No. <laughs> Jordan, what are you drinking? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm drinking a bushlight peach, just kinda keeping it low key because the next five days are gonna be a shit show. Um <laughs> why yeah. are the next five days gonna be a shit show? <laughs> I love how Jordan just plans his whole week into being a shit, shit show. <laughs> Bro, it's drinking he's just, season. He's already marked the calendar. Dude, it is, is it? drinking season. Like what what else is there to do this weekend besides say, drink yeah, and eat? You have like, like five days of drinking. Yeah, tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's a half day of work, gonna start drinking early. Thursday, drinking all day. Friday, drinking all day. Saturday and Sunday, football days, drinking all day. Like, what more explanation do you want from me, Seth? But why does it have to be a shit show? Is it not enjoyable when you? Oh no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get blackout drunk at least two of those days, guaranteed. (laughs) It's just like a it's almost like a Thanksgiving challenge for me to see if I can make it back to work on the following Monday. Wow. Wow. We do not endorse. We, we endorse responsible use here on the yeah. Chick-fil-A show. I just we're gonna get Jordan out, we're gonna get Jordan oh, some no. help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you, is Seth gonna come up here and help me? 
<laughs> no. I'll send remote. I'll send, what's the uh, better health, dude? The, like, yeah. they just, your therapist just texts you or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna send like this. We're gonna send this clip I'll into. Be, uh, I'll be sure to remind stuff. Seth of that while he's drunk texting me while I'm also drunk. So <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just we'll 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 keep some receipts for everyone. I, I so I like to get a heavy buzz going. I stopped short of just straight up blackout though. Yeah, I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen Seth just straight up pass out since like 2016. Oh, Sounds like a quitter yeah, to me. That is true. <laughs> Nothing worse than a quitter. Yeah. I think 2016 was the last time Sheena had a bad one, too. There was a night in 2016 where me and some of the neighbors had to literally carry <laughs> Sheena back to our house. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they get, the audience can even imagine that. I'm pretty... Uh, it was like mango margaritas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty straight, straight edge nowadays. But uh, yeah, that, that was a day. I remember, I, as soon as I got through the door... I'd Sheena's a puker, puke. dude. That's the dangerous thing about Sheena drinking a lot, dude. She's a fucking... Blowing oh, chunks, geez. dude. I'm getting <laughs> puked on on the back of a golf cart. Like lightweight. Yeah, dude. Sheeta cannot hold hers down, dude. dude. We. I didn't even. I rarely fucking puke. I. I think I've probably drank to the like. I most time if I ever have like puked while drinking, it's just been like something else has upset my stomach yeah. while I've been drinking, dude. I don't know. I've never had like the. I've never been the puking guy when it comes to drinking, dude. But yeah, Sheena will blow chunks <laughs> on you. <quickly. laughs> well, even dude, even SummerSlam. Remember SummerSlam weekend? Like we were we were drinking, but like you know we weren't like taking shots or any of that kind of stuff. We were just steady drinking. We went to that bar, met up all our Foley fam, Wild and, Horse Saloon. And I don't even think I may have had one beer at the stadium. Uh, like I think you guys bought a round of beers at the stadium, and then um, and that was it. And the next day. Like everybody else is like still freaking just like, you know, hanging out, like, you know, doing their thing. I had to like go outside and like puke outside the Airbnb. Like I was totally sober, but it was just like my freaking like alcohol does just not mix with my system very well. So I was going to say it's kind of hard to keep drinking beer when you're asleep before the (laughs) hot dogs got back. But either way. (laughs) Hey, listen, in my defense, that show was it was it was a long show. That was the start of the show. Yeah, we just got there. The sun was still out and you were asleep. I think it was if you want to blame a show, it was the GCW show, and I didn't until like two thirty the night but before. Who, but who freaking hung all night at the GCW show? I, we dude, all I'm a, I'm normally like a yeah, freaking... everybody everybody that was at the show did, except <laughs> you're the, one, the only one that couldn't make it through the pre-show I know, SummerSlam but, the next but, day. Do I not get any props for being up till two a.m. freaking rocking at a wrestling show? I feel like that's like for for the Sheena in twenty twenty two. That's a pretty freaking. I mean, if you're gonna go to sleep in the front row of a GCW show, you're basically putting your life in God's that is hands. True. Dude. Like, <laughs> that is true. That's true. I feel like I'm. Pre- There's very few things that I get, get me scared, dude. But I would not. I, you got to keep your head on a swivel at one of those shows, especially if you're ringside. I mean, I, was, I mean, that was a fun show. I had a lot of fun. Also, it was GCW pretty hard show. to fall asleep at the GCW show, considering all of our heart rates were still at like 120 after the near death experience with Sheena that day. Yeah, that was true. Oh also. yeah, I forgot. Yeah. That was where you a, pulled. A, you were pulling out in front of an SUV going seventy miles an hour. I couldn't see it. It was black. I didn't see that seventy <laughs> mile. An hour. And instead of just continuing to accelerate, she decides to try to swerve into a fucking gully. Dude. Like, yeah, what that was. A, and, the, and then the guy right next to us gets his arm slashed open at GCW. That was a low key violent ass weekend, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're alive. All right, Marco, what are you uh, drinking? I'm dude? sipping on a uh, what, what I call a, a Taramana Sunrise. So basically, Taramana tequila. Okay. Basically, it's tequila sunrise, but with Taramana instead. So nice. Nice. All right, let's get into some figure talk. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Little throwback for you guys for uh, 
for Thanksgiving week, man. Hit yeah, me man. old school. Here comes the money for our figure segment. Want to remind you guys, this segment is brought to you by Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick Foley to save ten percent. Uh, we'll start off with with weekly purchases, man. Did anybody add anything cool to their collection in the last couple weeks? Um, uh, I got the Legends Warrior and Bulldog yesterday at Target by my house. It's really nice. It's really yeah, it. Got the uh, Legends Warrior and another legend. CM Punk, the Supreme figure. <laughs> wow. Finally got one. I actually got That's one cool, anyway. I know it's been like a very hard find, but uh, other than that, waiting for the um, the AEW four pack, that Amazon exclusive. I think I just got a uh, word it's coming in this week. So, Yeah, somebody, somebody in the Foley fam ordered a uh, CM Punk Supreme and ended up with a Cody Cody Supreme. They opened the package. That's true. (laughs) I mean, not not wrong, but yeah, I can understand the disappointment though. I uh, I got the Sean Spears AW Chase, and I got the Bunny. So the AW Chases that's kind of been the most exciting things that I've gotten uh, last last couple weeks. Yeah, it's been quiet here too. I think, and, and I think I'm all caught up on hunting. Also, there's like nothing I'm even really going out for. I'm I'm passing on the the CM Punk Supreme. Um, so yeah, been, been a little bit low key on the figure front for me, but we do got some news since the last time we recorded, we had ringside fest. So we'll go through some of the, uh, the big reveals and some other news from that. So first off, we saw the updated Cody ultimate edition. This is going to be an ultimate edition 21. It's Cody in that awesome look from WrestleMania last year when he got his ass kicked by Roman, um, the blue pants. And it's actually like a, a plastic jacket this time. It's not the little vinyl thing that came with the Mattel creations. Yeah, I think it looks great. We need to see the back of it. It needs to have those wings. Am I am I tripping? Didn't he have wings on the back of his jacket from WrestleMania? Yeah, he definitely. I think did. you may be right. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. So hopefully they got the wings on there too. Do you guys think it would be better if it included that rubber chicken that somebody threw in the ring right after he got pinned? No. I mean that would be mage. No. It should come. It should come with a video clip of Seth and I celebrating. After <laughs> Roman got the pin, dude, you should be you should be able to scan a QR code and go go to that moment in our lives whenever. You know, that's actually not a bad idea, dude. Like if it figures that were from a specific match, like if they put a little QR code on the back and you could watch like a little 45 second video from the uh, from it, especially for like MOC collectors. Like think about how cool that would be if yeah. you're like, you know, going through looking at your collection and you could scan something and see a quick clip from what the, yeah. the figures from you're what? welcome. You're welcome for that idea. Mattel. <laughs> what do you think, Jordan? You're, you're MOC, man. Is that, is that, a, is that a winner or no? I'm never going to scan a QR <laughs> code on a box. Let's be honest here. That's how, that's exactly what they want you to do. I, I, you despi- sound like I Sheena. Just, yeah. They're going to start, QR codes, gonna start siphoning so... pennies out of my account every day, <laughs> like in office space. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that that um you know really buy into the the QR code oh, convenience. Dude, I love QR so. code, especially if you have to like log into something like a streaming site. It does it's make so it pretty great. easy. It's so convenient. Uh, before yeah. you get into the other things, you know they're they are revealed that they're doing some more reveals tomorrow, um, eleven twenty two. Um, yeah, Ooh, not nice. ringside, but uh, Mattel WWE Elite Squad. Just like the standard monthly yeah, reveal man. thing. So maybe some new figures cool. are coming, but yeah. Yeah, I think we're supposed to get the actual release date for the the Piper and George the Animal Steel Coliseum oh, collection there also. So I think the highlight for most of us from Ringside Fest this year was the Ultimate Edition 2-pack of the yep. Outsiders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it looks awesome. 
yeah i have i don't think i have any critiques on this pack man i think these look nash with the red vest that elite 16 nash was damn near a decade ago at this point man so these guys were much needed um the head scans are absolutely perfect perfect. like how the hell do they get these so right? And then you look at Bret Hart's head scan, and it looks like a tweaker they hate made Bret it. Hart, dude. I just think Mattel hates Bret. Somebody Hart, in Mattel dude. hates Bret, dude. Yeah, I, straight I'm up. That's Somebody the only, in Mattel hates Bret Hart, dude. You know that who is it the is? Only explanation. Huh. The only guy that ever blocked Sheena, fucking sweaty yeah. Bill. So, sweaty Bill. It has to be. Like, yeah. who else would be doing this? Like, He's dude, the they head designer. They they know how big a fan uh, Sheena and Seth are. They're like, yeah, that fuck is, them. I hope they never. It actually <laughs> makes sense because he he yeah. does. He does pump out a lot of Hogan's. He definitely is a Hogan That's fan. the most. Uh, Hogan looks Hogan lifelike, looks lifelike dude, yeah. It's accurate. That's, yeah. No, that's the absolute most um, realistic story that I've heard so far, you. dude. So you may be on to something, you, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, they keep fucking bread. And they, they, they're in on it because they do it in different ways. Like one figure will have a gigantic forehead. Like that new basic they showed, he looks like Thanos, dude. The yeah, way his like fucking jawbone is. Jaw. They literally like, face scan someone's grandma, yeah, and then put it on, you know, mixed it with Bret Hart and AI, and just threw it looks together. Looks like um, the only Bret scan that's ever looked good is the old man Bretts, dude. The two, the two yeah. old man Bret figures they did yeah. look like him. All mm-hmm. the rest of them have been garbage. The George, yeah, Brett. they can't, they can't do young Bret. Yeah. And they, they f his hair up every time, dude. He's always just got these little tiny wispies in in his face, and they just make it like this giant turd. Looks on like his Razor forehead. Ramon. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, exactly. It looks like Razor Ramon. But even Razor Ramones, look how like fine his looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've got it like super small and like curly. Versus... I can't wait to see the uh the box art yeah. on these, man. I'm Seth, sure they're gonna kill Seth, it. Seth, do yeah. you have the ringside feed pulled up right now? Uh I don't, but I can. I Pull it up and look one. at the Dominic Mysterio and tell me the boots don't look fucking gigantic compared <laughs> to his body. Dude, it looks Actually, like he's wearing like the, the mock boots or whatever they're yeah. called. Yeah. And when you're done, check your check the uh Check the Chick Foley uh, group chat because uh, this is—he looks. Bret Hart looks like the uh, guy that plays Maniac Cop. That's what they—that's what his figure looks like. So when you open it up, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's who they—that's who they face scan. That's literally for, uh, what Bret Hart looks like. For Bret's figures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks like they tried to like go super detailed and put the actual like kick back the kick pads on top of like the foot part on his boots and yeah it looks like yeah it looks like he's wearing fucking Uggs dude. <laughs> See yeah. they do look like gigantic. He's wearing yeah. house shoes. Yeah he's got his fucking slip he has yeah. slippies on dude over his fucking <laughs> Take boots. your slippers off. Yeah, check the uh check yeah. the chat and you'll see exactly where they got the Bret Hart head scan from. From the uh, Maniac Cop. Yeah, page. she needs to show me the picture. Yeah, it's pretty freaking <laughs> accurate. Uh, some cool new basics, man. The uh, How about this updated Lex Luger we're getting? I like it. Some, yeah, uh, it's some cool. Flexible I, was, I was hoping for an Ultimate Edition Lex, Lex but Express. I'll take this. Hey, Lex. All right. Uh, all white Rhea Ripley. Jordan, you already got like three of these on pre-order. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys thoughts on the faces of foley pack man i i'm kind of in love with that i, pack. Love oh. it. I think it looks yeah, great i cool. love it i can't imagine taking this out of the box what a disgrace yeah. i kind of feel like we need to get one of these and keep it moc and get it signed by all three like in some nice paint pen just to match the uh the jack set we get our we ja- got. yeah i got our jack set we um, got the jacks the legendary jacks faces of foley box set and it's you know we i got that we didn't actually get it signed i found it signed for sheena for christmas i think 2015 mm-hmm. um 
and this is back in the day before people were quite as savvy. So it's just signed in like Sharpie. It's kind of faded. So I think it'd be dope to for like a companion piece to get this signed in like some really nice paint pen. I love that they're what all individually boxed yeah. too. Like every figure yeah. is individually boxed inside. So if you got them signed, at mm-hmm. least that way the, the paint would never wear off until you put it inside the shell. Well, you think there's a window over the... They're individually um, boxed. Yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's like, a, there's a saying, window over the top, it looks like. I was saying, is there a window over the three-pack, though? You know what I mean? Like, is it yeah, double window? It, it looks like there's a, a window wi- in the box. there's a window yeah. on the outside, too. It's yeah. not just a sleeve. It's an actual box on the outside, Got it looks it. like. Yeah, this this box is sick, dude. Like, uh, this is, looks like a really nice set. It's going to be the best dude love figure that we've ever gotten. Really cool Cactus Jack from the WCW days. And then, uh, obviously, Mankind. Now, I, dude, I was under the impression that Mankind was going to be a cloth... Uh, a cloth shirt that looks like the same rubber shirt we had from the Amazon exclusive, right? Yeah, yeah, that's disappointing. It looks I, cloth. I thought that look, at the, too. look at the little sleeve hole. I think that's just molding. The other one looked like that too. I'm looking at the way it's setting, dude. Yeah, they kind. Of, I mean, it kind of looks. I think I don't think it's cloth. I think it's. I think it's right. Either way, it's still really cool, and it'll be a solid upgrade, man. It looks like it's got some some extra detailing and stuff from the old Amazon figure. Yeah, this is a must add for sure. All right, L.A. Knight getting his first elite. We got Seth coming with the new belt. Uh, I thought that Pete Dunn figure looked awesome, dude, with the mm-hmm. like the British Bulldog style uh, style gear, man. I thought that looked incredible. And he comes with a freaking yeah, cricket bat. Pretty sick. Peter Dune. Where are you guys at on the Nitro ring, dude? I think uh, it's a hard pass for me, man. I threw an NWO t-shirt on that Ruthless Aggression Eric Bischoff that dropped earlier this year. And I think that's totally fine, dude. I, I don't think I, I'm dropping whatever it is, 135 bucks, just to get this Ultimate Edition easy. It does look great, yeah. man, but I don't think I definitely don't need another ring. Um, so I think I'm kind of out yeah, on this one, man. If it was individual. I would definitely get the uh, the Eric Bischoff Ultimate, but yeah, with the ring, that's a that's a no go for me. I have to have it because I have to have all the Ultimate Editions. So that ring will be up in the group probably for forty dollars because I'll just want to get rid of it. <laughs> You should just post in the group, man. Maybe there's somebody like how we did with the cane, dude. Maybe there's somebody out there that just, is, wants, the just wants the ring. Yeah, it's possible. You'll have the on Doubt it, it but, but possible. Uh, yeah. It, it, did you see Jordan? It's got the same uh, just straight up cardboard box like your cane figure did, also. Yep, real thrilled about that too. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we keep doing these. <laughs> Great. Uh, we saw MOC uh, pics of the dx pack dude my own my critique on this i feel i get why they had to have triple h i feel like they should have had x Pac instead of triple h though because we already got a triple h retro yeah. from this era you know what i mean you I mean i feel like it would have been way <clears throat> we got x Pac. triple uh, h but looks I guess like meatloaf <laughs> he <does. laughs> yeah he kind of does you think maybe they didn't do it because they knew they had to have the new age outlaws together and they didn't want to put x Pac in china in the same box True. couldn't didn't want to have them spending a night in china yeah through the back door of china or whatever <laughs> Jeez, that could have been a little bit awkward. Hey, there's a QR card code on the back of it. Yeah, that's the perfect placement for that. What do you guys think of uh, Roman and Oscar Ultimate Edition? The Oscar is pretty sick. The Oscar is absolutely killer. Roman, right? Roman might be with the red boots. Yeah, the the Roman's fine, but that Oscar is killer. That that Oscar is one of the best figures. Yeah, early early candidate for twenty twenty four figure of the year, man. Just the <laughs> we know we know Bill's got his Japanese fetish too, Jeez. but still the detail on this is insane, man. Jesus. I mean, it looks like a, 
It's true, dude. Look at look at every Japanese wrestler that's gotten an elite, dude. The detailing is always off the freaking charts, man. Like it's that it, it's just it's obvious, man. But yeah. yeah, this thing looks great. The the actual like joints and stuff look pretty good too. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the Ultimate Edition articulation model, but this one looks really good. Even if it was just a regular elite, like with that gear and that face paint, it looks awesome, man. So yeah, just a crazy nice figure, dude. It's insane that this is actually going to cost the same as that Roman that's. Uh, you know, basically a re-release with different colored boots and, and a torso. Yep. Shane, anything to add? No, that figure looks great. All right, and that is it for figure news. We will get into random merch of the week. All right, random merch of the week is where we find something from deep on the uh, the eBay search to uh, to bring to you guys. Now, this is something that I did not know even existed until sharing it with you guys in the group chat. Uh, apparently, they were going to make some, LJN was going to make some toys based on the Rock and Wrestling yeah. cartoon back in the eighties, and um, the the prototype of Hulk Hogan's like Cadillac style car from that show is available on eBay right now for the low low price of twelve thousand dollars with free shipping or best offer. Uh, did you guys have any like recollection or, or know that this thing existed? Did not, did no. not know this. It was for the uh, Bendies, right? That they had or the Bendems. Yeah. It was, it was made to go yeah. along with the Bendies line. If you look, I was looking at the compare similar items and they actually have the other vehicles as well. Yeah. Uh, they have, yeah, they have the yeah, other motorcycles and stuff, rod, man. It's uh, uh King Kong Bundy's motorcycle and uh junkyard dogs. Uh, motorcycle as well too oh and and uh roddy piper had a uh so he's gonna have a motorcycle and a hot rod which is pretty cool but and they're all around the same price but this is crazy because if you just saw like if you just saw this in a thrift store somewhere you would never know like i would never be like oh man that's just like a freaking hulk hogan yeah. cadillac you know i want to know who this guy is man his whole everything he has listed is all like prototypes and test shots and stuff man. sweaty bill <laughs> <laughs> Some dude that used to work. I mean, this is insane, dude. Let's leave him some negative feedback. He's got the uh, the prototype for the LJN articulated Iron Sheik on here for ten thousand dollars, man. Like cheeky baby. Yeah, he's a Bob Backlund yeah, prototype. Did you guys? Did you guys ever remember watching Rock and Wrestling? Like, I remember being a thing, but I don't. I'm not for sure. I ever even actually watched an episode of it as a kid. Mm-mm, nope, I did not. Can't say I have. Yeah, I think it was slightly before our time because I want to say it was like eighty five and eighty six. So we all would have been, you know, like one or two years old when this thing was on. But and it never, for whatever reason, it never really lived on in like syndication or like reruns no. or anything. Wonder why? Let's see what the actual runtime. So it ran from October. It looks like it wasn't much of a hit, dude. It looks like it, it ran from October nineteen eighty six until June of uh, nineteen eighty seven. Only twenty six episodes. Hmm. Wonder what happened. Was Hogan on it? I pissed somebody off. All right, Shane, do we got any listener mail? Oh, yeah. All right. First few questions come in from our man, Tony Barker. He says, what's the most creative way you have ever cooked a turkey for Thanksgiving? Hmm. Um... I don't know that I've ever gotten like super creative. We actually were looking cause we're doing um, 
we're doing turkey legs this year. We're not going to do a whole bird. We're just going to do turkey legs since it's just oh. the four of us. And we were looking up ways to, you know, different ways to cook it and everything. And I saw this guy, he butterflied it and then he roasted it. And then he like filled it with like this crab um, filling and then roasted it again. And it actually looked pretty freaking delicious. We're not going to do that, but uh, because it's Thanksgiving, you can't get too wild on Thanksgiving. Maybe for Christmas. Maybe for Christmas. We got a few extra that we're going to, you know, maybe we'll we'll get a little more uh, creative and wild with that. But typically in the past for like 10 straight years, we did Popeye's Cajun Turkey. Like it was, you know, it was like one of those novel experiences where you get to go get the Popeye's Turkey. Um, now you got to take out we, a loan just... for a Popeye's Turkey. Exactly. That, that was it. once, yeah, once it hit like the, you know, like the $75, $80 mark, we were like, all it's right. Like, this year. It's a hundred. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, so we, we've been out of the like Popeye's one. game for a couple years, right? Like, uh, yeah, we stopped, I think, like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Um, yeah, and inflation's really taken over since then, so I, I, I did not know that the Popeye's turkey was 100 bucks. It's really freaking good. It's super easy because it is already pre-fried, and you're basically just reheating it. So, you know, you add a little bit of Cajun butter, reheat that bitch, and it is so good. But um, Marco, Jordan, have either of you done anything creative uh, for Thanksgiving, or are you guys yeah, pretty traditional? Pretty traditional. Very, uh, very vanilla, as they say. Nothing too crazy. I mean, I've deep fried a turkey. I've smoked a turkey. I've brined a turkey for three yeah. days. I've cooked turkey. Three day brine. Yeah. Holy. <clears throat> like, yeah, wow. I've, I've done the gauntlet of turkey cooking, but I don't know. It's still fucking turkey in the end. Like, <laughs> it's not getting me out of bed in the morning to eat is some it, turkey. Like if it was. Would, a, you, do, would you do that? Yeah. Does, it does it taste any different or is it just different ways of doing it? Just depends. Dude, it's all trial and error is the problem with turkey because like. A lot of times, like if you cook it even twenty minutes too long, it completely changes the um, mm-hmm. the texture uh, and the taste of it. So it's just it's so hard to get it exactly right. That's why you just kind of got to go with the tried and true method and just do it the normal way. Because my sister did like some weird one one year, and it was god awful. Like we took a bite of it, <laughs> and, we're, and it's, it wasn't her. It wasn't her fault. Like it was just. The, the way they they did the recipe, yeah. the, the flavoring was just god awful. <laughs> like all it tasted, it just tasted like lemon. Ugh. That's that's all we could taste, and mm. it was yeah, it wasn't good. So yeah, just do standard turkey. It sucks, but just do standard turkey, and then make sure you have a ham on the side to give people. I was gonna say, do you guys? Meat. Do you guys also uh, have a ham? Yes. with your Thanksgiving, ham we're, we're doing ham too. We got a small ham for us. You got to get the. Um, it's at Costco. It's called the Master Carver ham. Like that ham is like. I don't know. It's just way better than any other ham I've ever had. It's is usually, it like a whole ham or is it like no, no, a quarter? It's half? Just, yeah, it's just like a quarter of a ham and it's just like the, the best part of the ham and you just cook it for like an hour and it's phenomenal. So nice. Write that down. Master Carver ham. <laughs> Master Carver ham. Yeah. Um, You're not going to write it down. Tony right also now. says it. I, I, I got this show to listen to. I can listen back and find out what the, what the, what it was. So, um, Tony Barker, in your opinion, what was the greatest Survivor Series team of all time? I'm going to recall. I'm going to call on our historian over here. Probably. Actually, it's not probably, dude. It's the Warriors from 1990. Yes. Ultimate Warrior, the modern day Warrior, Kerry Von Eric, and the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, Legion of Doom. That's the, and Kayfay, that's the strongest Survivor Series team ever put together. Hulk had some decent teams, but they usually would have some mid Carter Stone in there because Hulk ain't going to let. You know, he's not going to risk somebody outshining him. So, yeah, I think it was definitely that Warriors team. It went up against a pretty damn strong team. Their opponents were probably maybe the number two best team ever was Mr. Perfect and the three members of Demolition. That's a fantastic Survivor Series match. 
either of you have any um any better survivor series teams than that nope that would be mine <laughs> marco i think we lost marco marco will jump back in whenever he gets uh gets service so what is the he also says when is the most acceptable time to put up the christmas tree every year November after first. halloween's fair game yeah yeah, I think yeah, I'm I'm with that. Anything after Halloween is uh is fair game. I know people get their panties in a wad about early November uh, or pre Thanksgiving, but I was really in the hall or the the uh, Christmas spirit this year. We still don't have our tree up. We're gonna you know get it up in the next day or two, but um I, I don't shade anybody for getting it up. I just think I think it just it's so warm. It just feels such a good like a good season for you know the most part. And I think um, having your tree up is just you know you're just extending christmas and i, I love that so. we don't we don't ever put ours up till thanksgiving weekend because we always get a real tree so you you gotta avoid oh, yeah. that if you a real tree you're a little bit limited true yeah Art, art us artificial folks yeah. uh we we have a little bit more leeway but yeah if you're if you're a real tree person yeah you you have a short window before the shit just starts the pine needle start falling off and comes in turns into a fire hazard so yeah i was gonna say as an insurance agent i'm surprised <laughs> that you would have a real tree very true I, you know, even if we were getting a real tree, I wouldn't want to say anything because my fucking rate would hike somehow. You know, that's what, true, George. Yeah, I was like, dude, I got some bad news, man. He's like, you know, they heard on the podcast that you're going to get a real tree, and uh, there's going to be a premium for that for your, uh, you know, for your fire insurance. So, you know what, George man? Is the best insurance man in the game, and he's got the prices to match. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm actually like hurt that you guys don't have a real tree because Sheena is the real queen. She's not about artificial anything, sure. so. I'm it shocked does kind of go against brand you, right? It, it, yeah, it it is off brand. Um, the problem is, is I got our artificial tree when we lived in Hawaii, um, and there's not a lot. I mean, one the the shipped in Christmas trees from Hawaii are higher than giraffe punani, so like mm-hmm. it was just it only made sense to freaking just keep the the uh, the fake one. And then when we moved to Virginia, it was just like why why buy a new one? You know what I mean? So you, well, you, you know you don't and, you don't dude, live in Hawaii. Up, that I don't live in Hawaii anymore, but real trees are freaking expensive too, man. And I mean, and they're just, they're a single one year commitment, man. Sheena, you're, you're disappointing me more and more by the minute. I, I took you as somebody who threw on your flannel, grabbed an ax and drove out to the middle of the, the forest and chopped down a tree. Like you have plenty of trees around you. You're telling me there ain't a single Fraser fir or anything like that around you. Get real. <laughs> How long does it take to grow a Christmas tree? You can just plant one each year and just grow it in the backyard. Yeah, it takes it way longer than that. I think it's like yeah. a 10-year process. Remember, you don't remember when your family, they had some Christmas trees growing? Um, it took a few years. Mm. Yeah, they had the little their little Christmas mm. tree patch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like... Uh, artif- I, I like a real tree, the smell and all that, but yeah, cleaning up those freaking pine needles all the time. I have enough messes to clean up, so... Uh, not trying to deal with that during the during the holidays. Zach Hertzler, favorite Survivor Series pay per view, and please don't say ninety seven when Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> I think it was ninety six, man. Ninety five is probably my favorite, just for nostalgia. I think ninety six was the best as a whole pay per view. The- yeah, yeah. Jordan Marco, either of you got any uh, favorite paper Survivor Series? Mm. Dang, that's hard. No? Okay. The 1990 right. one was good as well. That was the only year they did it. It was nothing but elimination matches. There were no singles matches whatsoever. And that was the year that they had the ultimate match of survival at the end of the night. So all the babyface survivors 
uh, went in and all the heel survivors went in for one giant match. It, yeah, ended, up, cool. it ended up being Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and freaking Tito Santana going against like seven heels. And, uh, and you know, Hulk and, Hulk and Warrior ended up standing tall at the I end liked of it. it. Survivor Series 2002 is a memorable one, too, just because it was the first Elimination Chamber, and that show yeah. rocked. I, I loved that HBK show. coming back. That it was, was in awesome, the garden. Dude. I was going to say 98, too. Yeah, a Deadly that... Game is pretty sick. Yeah, that's a good one too. Ninety two thousand two. Yeah, Delhi game was a great one too. That's to me, that's like the absolute peak of the Attitude Era, dude. Just all those different storylines converging into that tournament. It's probably the best wrestling tournament it's ever been. Um, two thousand two wasn't that? Didn't Big Show beat? Uh, didn't Big Show beat Brock Lesnar for the belt at that show also? Uh, I think so. I think you're right. Yep, he did. That's yep. the one where Paul Heyman turned yep. on yep. Brock for the Big Show. Yeah, it was a good card. The whole card overall is really good. Um, yeah, it's in the gardens that made it more special. And yeah, when Shawn Michaels won the belt, that was fucking the yeah. pop of the cinch, dude. Imagine Shawn Michaels, turning on Brock Lesnar. Shawn Michaels' last world show. championship victory yeah, also. Michaels, in the turd brown yeah, pants. Yeah, brown, I was going to yep, say. The turd brown, the brown, brown pants. pants he had on. Yeah. The shit break kid. <laughs> wow. Sam Rosenthal, does AEW ever consistently do over a million for Dynamite? And does Rampage and Collision last through 2024? I think Rampage actually does pretty decent numbers, man. Collision, I don't know, dude. Over a million? I, I don't know no. what the financials are. I don't know. Who, I don't know who's bankrolling the production on it because I feel like TNT could probably get more viewers by throwing on like a rerun of Armageddon or something instead of instead of paying to do the live production of Collision. It, it's going to get better though pretty soon because college football is about to end. So once that's over and that there's one less thing for people to watch on Saturday nights and it's the middle of winter, people will watch it. But yeah, yeah. it's still not going to do yeah, I don't. Well. Th- I don't think it's going over I a million or anything like that. But um, <clears throat> I think they, they def Dynamite hasn't done over a million. Yeah, they definitely need while, to man. center been... Collision around like, like how they did it with CM Punk. Like he was like the main attraction. They definitely need to do that with Collision. Like just pick somebody to be the face of that brand, and I think they'll be fine. They do that, but who that would be, I don't know. Yeah, I'm saying Rampage might Collision definitely won't last through mm-hmm. 2024. Um. Sam Rosenthal also says, how do you think MOC collectors enjoy the figures? Is it the smell of the cardboard or the feel of a plastic window? What is it? Jordan, you got to answer this one, dude. God damn, dude. You guys are just like fucking relentless I think it's a genuine question. MOC no, it's not a genuine <laughs> question. This is fucking, this is from Seth throwing his little shots out in the group at, at me and the Toon Boys and... It, this is just this is just all Seth generated. Like everybody's like, oh, you know what? Seth's actually right. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely right on this. Like, dude, I don't like uh, your display works perfect for you because you only have to put up whatever fifty figures a month. There is no fucking way I would have the patience to do that. There's just no way. It's just the way you are. So my figures are going to look the same whether they're out of package or in package. It really doesn't matter because there's no way I have the time every month to to put together a spreadsheet and do that. I just, I don't know how the fuck you do it, honestly. I don't. Like, it, like when you do the refresh every month, like the, like the mental gymnastics I have to do to go around what you just did to do that is like too much for me. Like it makes me break out in like a nervous sweat. Yeah. How do you think, how do you think living with this guy is dude? It's not just the figures that are like that. Everything 
I just, I can't even begin. I'm to aware. When I come to your house, we have to fucking put a spreadsheet together for the beers. Like, I'm like, yeah. God damn it, Seth, just grab me a fucking beer. I want to drink right now. I don't need a 12-minute fucking explanation yeah, he, on He's like, he's like, all right, let me go to random.org and go on, on here in my spreadsheet. Okay, what what beer is number 12? Oh, okay, cool. I'm just, drink, I'm just gonna drink a Miller Lite right now. Dude, I live a purposeful life, man. I don't like to just go off the fly by the seat. All right, how many eggs seat. do we got in the fridge, Sheena? I'll take egg number 13 and egg number 31. Yeah. Not 32, but, but, Sheena, 31. By living like that, then that's that you have no real control control though because you're just putting everything up to random.org which is just no, like I have you control know because i've curated the selections available to me <laughs> i know but then you're just you're just That's like hilarious. managing your time based on chance dude and I, like i'm like one of the most patient people ever because that's always like you can just do whatever you want i'm like you know what just do your goddamn spreadsheet and put me beers in the fridge i i don't care just do whatever you need to do just get this over with as fast as possible so i can start drinking now yeah we can't even watch TV. We can't even just like pick a show. Like it's a rotation of like, you know, do we want to watch something we've never seen before? Are we going to pick from this list of replays? Are we going to watch? We got one show that we have to finish, like do start to finish. So when we start it, it's always in the rotation. Like, are we going to watch, you know, what we do in the shadows? Like, oh, we, we finished that season. That goes into a different category now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's, I think it's, I think it's hilarious that Seth ended up with someone like me who just, I don't, I don't even know how to use Excel. Like it's, it's never even like been something that I've ever wanted to learn. So, um, I just fly by the seat of my pants every, every day. I feel like when you fly by the seat of your pants, you think that you're just like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, go with my gut. But I feel like you end up doing the same shit over and over and over and over, dude. I feel like the way... And you don't do the same shit over and over and over. You have a list of things that you do and you do them over and over and over just because you do them organized versus just like... I do totally different stuff though, dude. I'm always trying different beers. I'm watching different wrestling events, dude. Like... Yeah, you're you're still watching wrestling though, on a podcast, whole. dude. Seth, what did I hit you with that day? I'm like, I can't believe I was... you don't randomize this. And you're like, God damn it, dude. You just probably cost me like five hours of time. It was my shirts, dude. We were oh, talking yeah. about... Uh... We were talking about, you sent me some like t-shirt, dude, and you're like, dude, are you getting this? And I was like, I don't know. I got to see if I'm going to make a cut. I, I got to go take a look at my closet. And you were like, I'm surprised you don't just have like a list of like what's next on the chopping block. And I was like, damn, that's a really good idea. And I've adopted that idea since then, dude. Now I do yeah. have a list. I know which shirt's next on the chopping block. Yeah. If anybody thinks this is like like satire in any way, it's or like not. this is a, this is. This is a bit. This is one thousand percent. Literally, like, I'm gonna pull it up right realistic. now, dude. I tell you, here are the here are the next three shirts that are said to be future endeavor, dude. It's uh, it's my slash November Rain airbrush shirt, my in your house bad blood shirt, and um, my in your house Revenge of the Taker T-shirt. Those are the three Ooh. that are in the on the cut line right yeah. now. Ooh, so if you're if you're a medium uh, and you want to join the Foley fam, he always posts them in the Foley fam first. Damn, to dude. Give anybody that you know, Revenge of the Taker shirt is gonna hurt getting rid of. That's like one of my favorite wrestling shirts. I don't think I get rid of that one, dude. I'm, I'm trying to put together a collection of all the shirts from Survivor Series '96 to Survivor Series '97. So I think even though that one's kind of like a low tier shirt right now, I think that's one that is it's kind of firmly entrenched in the collection, man. I still I need to find one for in your house final four. And for um, In Your House, uh, It's Time, the one that was Brett and Sid in the main event, but it was supposed to be Vader. So that's the two I need to find, and I'll have everything from my, my favorite year of wrestling. 
Bro, I was thinking about this the other day. N- never mind. I'm. T- I'm. We'll take this off air. We're not doing this right now. Oh, I'll, we'll, oh, we'll you text. Can't just, you can't. No, because like, dude, I don't think I should put this out of the universe on on tape. I think we need to talk about this before we even approach this idea. So I know Jordan. If he says he needs to be off air, let it be off air, dude. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to fucking push him into us getting fucking canceled, dude. <laughs> it's not that bad, but let's shelf it for right now. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, we'll circle back to that. Sam uh gives us our last question. He says, "Were you ever worried that your kids are were you worried your kids did or would not like wrestling ever?" No, uh, it would have been fine if they didn't. It's great yeah. that they're like even Stella, our daughter is even starting to get into wrestling, which has been awesome. But even if they did, no, I was totally fine with it being my thing. I never want to be one of those parents who like force their interest on their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh but, you know, it just happened organically. Brett's really into it. I mean, he can actually tell you, like, he's got a pretty damn good knowledge on, like, 90s wrestling and stuff yeah. at this point um, between the figures and just watching old stuff. And Stella, you know, she loves all the all the female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. She's real big into, like, the pageantry yeah. of it. You know, Becky Lynch is her favorite, so. Yeah, and wrestling is something that you can easily incorporate with your kids. It's not like golf or, like, you know, something like that where it's, like, it's, it's a you thing where you just, like, leave for five hours and, you know, like, kids aren't involved right like your kids see you it's very kid friendly yeah dude. they see your collection they see they like they, they can sit and watch it with mm-hmm. you on tv um it's, it's perfect for them dude it's yeah. simple good guys bad guys bright yeah. colors like over the top yeah and for the most yeah. part it's pretty kid friendly like it's, it's for the kids know, yeah i'm really just saying is. like there's, there's nothing that's going to be like too you know over the top or offensive yeah. for kids especially in wwe yeah but uh yeah and again i don't I, i'm like seth i don't think um you know, I don't want to push any of my interests on my kids, but I think it's only natural for your kids. If you're passionate about something um, and you enjoy it, that your kids are going to be naturally curious to, you know, to want to get in on that. So always let your kids in on, on your hobbies. I think it's yeah, a, let them in. I have to tell a quick story just because you were talking about like your interest invading your kid's life. So we obviously watch football at my house every weekend. We watch the Husker game. We watch the Falcons game. So, Pretty much Zoe's entire That's life, all she's hers. known is both of those teams being dog shit. And <laughs> on Sunday, she's like, are the Falcons playing today? I was like, thank God, no. She's like, why? I was like, they got demoted from the NFL. And she was like, really? I was like, no, <laughs> not really. She's like, God, I, I really wish they would start winning so I could start wearing my jersey to school. I'm like... Yeah, me too. I really wish they'd start winning so I could start wearing my jersey to work. But she probably <laughs> just wishes she had uh, a dad who wasn't just a, a glutton a fucking for psycho. Yeah, who just wanted to root for all the losers. Remember, remember Jordan when you put on your sting shirt when we were going to Raw? We're like, what shirt are you wearing? And we're like, he's like, oh, wear my sting shirt. I love to root for losers. <laughs> it was after WrestleMania 31. He already dressed up as Bray Wyatt for. Uh, for WrestleMania 31, and then the next, you know, Sting got his ass kicked, and he had already had his Sting shirt picked out for Raw. Hey, man. Like, yep, there's one thing I'll say about you. you. There's one thing you can't say about me, though, is I am a faithful person. I, I will You're stick, a loyal, dude. I will yeah. stick with you to the very end. Like, you yeah. you really have to spurn me bad to, <laughs> to get me to, to go away from you. Like, I don't know what it would take for me not to be friends with one of you guys, but it would probably take a lot um very loyal yeah, yeah. It just I, I don't really know dude. what it would take it's just but she's growing zoe's growing out of wrestling now she's just i mean she's at that age right now she's 11 so it's uh yeah and it's, it's different all, for girls dude it's yeah. totally like it can you know, come back sometime yeah. too man yeah. yeah i mean it can totally come back in a couple of years it's all makeup and beauty and dance right now for zoe but see you know the but zoe also has another parent Ari, as we know, who has awesome, nails. yeah, awesome, you know, makeup, nails, nails. You know, awesome, yeah, man. all these nails. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, she's taking she's taking I told her interest she, her, in her other parents' activities and hobbies. I told Ari she completely blew with her face or her Instagram account. I said it should have been nails with a Z by Nemi, and then you could have combined your wrestling and Ooh, your um, nail idea. polish dog. Yeah, she could have just done like different uh like nail themes for wrestlers, yeah. dude. Like, you know, she could have done like, really like, cornered like, the market. Yeah, like different like paint jobs like for certain ring gears or certain events and stuff like that. Um She I, blew. That it. could be a thing. She doesn't really do the nail art though, right? She just does like the Yeah, she the just does the nails. She's yeah. timeless. She's, she's a, timeless she's, she's a classy lady. Yeah. All right, I want to remind you guys use code Chick-fil-A and hit up that Black Friday sale at ringside tomorrow, Sheena. Hit Marco with the oh, trivia yeah, question. Right. Yep, Marco's up on the hot seat Damn for it. trivia. I got a sneak peek. It's a fucking burner, bro. Like this would have yeah. been the straight up fucking shot. A shot in the dark would be an improvement over <laughs> my guess on this question. All right. Are you ready, Marco? Uh, we'll see. You're ready. Whose finishing move was made illegal in Missouri in 1983? Christ, dude. That's a, that's a, that's a WWF <laughs> question. It's a WWF question. Whose finishing move was made illegal in Missouri? In Missouri? In I don't even know. Eighty-three. Uh, I have to name the person or the move? Oh the person. Uh, Just throw out any, any wrestler from the 80s and get a good mm-hmm. shot. Lawler? Jerry King Lawler? Pile driver? I don't know. No, it was Jimmy... Snooker. I can't find anything. Just on this. a, spl- I what, to a splash from the top was, was a... made illegal. I'm assuming it was like a storyline. Yeah, I'm thinking been. maybe it was done for like a one-off storyline or something for a match. But there's absolutely nothing. That's a fake on, question. Uh, on- hey, I call collusion, guys. Yeah. Maybe we're thinking uh, about this the wrong way. Maybe they're talking about the other. Kind oh, of maybe he used to do. <laughs> oh, you know, I think 1983 was when he caught oh, that freaking charge when that his whole incident. Yeah, happened. his girlfriend yeah. hitting her head, murder. Yeah, legit <laughs> the, finish. Yeah, the chokehold. Yeah. Oh, That's right. <laughs> All right, Sheena, hit us with some closing thoughts as we uh, wrap up this Thanksgiving special. Enjoy your time with your family this week. Um, if you're cooking, don't don't get too don't be getting all Pinteresty and everything. It's Thanksgiving. Make the best tasting food you can. It's not a time to be experimenting with uh, with your dishes. Um, like I said, enjoy time with your family. Be safe. Be happy, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. <laughs>